Good morning, good morning, and thank you all for calling in on this wonderful Wednesday morning. I'm excited to share the word with you on this morning, Um, just in the spirit of worship this morning and just meditating on the goodness of God and all the things that he has done. So I don't want to hold up. I just want to go ahead and get into the word of God on this morning. And the word will be coming from uh, Luke, the 17th chapter, and I will be reading, I think I'm going to go verse 11 through 19. I may not do... 11 through 19 is what I will do. And it reads as follows. Now on the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten men with leprosy met him. They They stood at a distance, raised their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went along, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw he was clean, turned back and praised God with a loud voice. He fell with his face to the ground at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, we're not ten cleansed. Where are the other nine? Verse 18, was no one found to turn back and give God praise except the foreigner? Then he said to the man, get up and go your way. Your faith has made you bondage. Again, that is, um, read, I've read Luke uh, 17th chapter, verses 11 through 19. My topic for you hearing on this morning is... Oh, sorry. The topic that I, for on this morning is, will you be the one? Will you be the one? In this passage of Scripture, we see that Jesus has an encounter with uh, ten men who are filled with leprosy. Um, and, I, and I realized that as I was reading this passage of Scripture, even on last night, that we tend to get in the habit of asking God to do things for us, and we have neglected the fact to thank God for what he's already done. And and maybe somebody needs to hear the track record of the one that heals. We have many reasons that we should say thank you, not to go to God with just a laundry list of things, but we want a moment, but we need to have a moment of gratitude for what he has already done. And so many times we are focused on what we want and what we need God to do and what, how we want God to do it. And we have omitted the fact of the things that he's already done for us. In this passage of scripture, we talk about the, the condition called leprosy. So we want to talk briefly about the condition called leprosy. You see, the lepers were considered unclean. And see, leprosy is a disease and it was very painful and infectious and it could be seen on the skin. The lepers were considered the misfit to society, and honestly, society had deemed them as an outcast. But despite their condition and the way people viewed them, it did not stop the power of God from reaching them. 
See, you, you may not have leprosy, but there are some of you that others don't believe that God can use. There, there are some of you, I believe, that is even on this line this morning, that, that others don't believe that God's hand is upon you. And just like leprosy, your life is filled with pain and an infection of the heart, and it has caused you to be dysfunctional in some way. A leper by society standard that there is no way, no cure, no antidote to heal them. But what can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And I don't know if you ever look back over your life and you can identify where the blood interrupts, interrupted your life. I don't know if you could ever look back at your life and see that I should have rightfully given up or I should have rightfully been locked up or I could have died or I should have died or that disease could have took me out. That, that, that there were some things that should have rightfully happened to me, but some way, somehow the blood found me. And I don't know how many people on this line can testify that the blood found me in the middle of my mess. The blood found me when a society said I would never make it or I'll never be nobody or, or even when the court system or when my account or, or, or even what my doctor's report says, the blood found me. The scripture then says that even though they had the condition, Jesus told them, he said in verse 14, he told them to go show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. See, as they journeyed, they were cleansed. See, you can't receive your healing standing still. You can't be standing there waiting on God to heal you before you move. You need to walk this thing out by faith. Yeah, I messed up and I may have done some things, but I'm going to walk this thing. Yeah, I may have inherited a mess that was passed on to me from mama and grandmama, but I'm going to walk this thing out in faith. See, you can't slay a giant, David, and still in the and still in the camp. You can't get out the prison and Paul and Silas with your mouth closed. Jesus, you can't conquer death still in a grave. You have to move. You have to show up. And as you show up, God is going to show out. And you have to trust that this disease, although it may be visible at one season of your life, but as you continue to walk, God is going to remove things from you. He's going to remove people. He's going to remove situations. He's going to change your mind. He's going to fix your heart. As you move forward. The problem is we're standing still and we're waiting on God to heal us before we move. We're waiting on to see the evidence before we move. And he said, that's not how faith works. Faith works with you walking it out even before you see the manifestation of it. I just got enough faith that God's going to deliver me. I just have enough faith that God is going to heal me and I'm going to walk this thing out. I know what I look like in my last season. I know what I feel like even in this season, but I am decreeing and declaring that I am healed. I am decreeing and declaring that my family is saved. I am decreeing and declaring that my home is blessed. See, somebody needs to tell themselves it's time to move. I can't let this condition or this situation paralyze me. I've been here too long. I can't let fear cripple me. I can't let the spirit of reason hold me hostage. I have to move forward. Lastly, on this this morning, I want to share with you that after they identified the condition and then they journeyed, they went away and then there was one. My question to you on this morning is, will you be the one? See, there were 10 that were healed, but only one came back to say thank you. See, God wants to know that is there one on the line today that's willing to say, Lord, I thank you. 
for all you have done. I'm not asking anything today. I, I, I don't have any requests before you today. I just want to say thank you. Not that everything is perfect in my life, but you are. I want to say thank you for giving me another chance. Thank you for being the God of a second chance. Thank you for loving me while I was in my mess. Thank you for delivering me out of those secret things. Thank you for sparing my life. Thank you that I didn't lose my mind. Thank you that I may have stumbled, but you picked me back up. Thank you that despite my poor choices, choices you gave me a good life. Thank you for blessing me with a spouse I didn't deserve. Thank you, God, for giving me a business in the middle of a pandemic. Thank you for blessing me with children. Thank you for the activities of my lips. Thank you that the blood still runs warm in my veins. Thank you that I look back over my life and I could have been lost in depression. Thank you for delivering me out of that bad relationship. Thank you for removing the stress out of my life. Thank you for counting me out while when others counted me out, you tagged me in. I just want to say thank you, Lord for all the things you have done for me. I just got to come back and let the Lord know that I'm grateful for what he's done for me. I know I could have been lost, and yeah, you healed me, but I just want to come back to say thank you. It's something blessing. It's such a blessing, and being able to give the God praise back for what he's already done. He says, I don't know about you, but I want to be the one to say thank you. I don't want nobody else to tell my testimony. I want to tell God thank you. I don't want nobody else to get any glam or glory for my story. I want to give it back to God. I just want to say thank you. The nine had received their healing and didn't bother to come back to show appreciation. But the one, the Samaritan, the least likely one, came back worship and gave him glory. The Holy Spirit reminded me this morning that we have to be intentional today to worship and give God glory for all the marvelous things that he had done. And it wasn't by surprise to me in reading the scripture that it was the Samaritan, that it was the foreigner that came back. Because see, some of us who feel entitled just think that that's just how it's supposed to be. But if you've ever been cast out, and you've ever been overlooked, and you've ever been talked about, and if the odds was always stacked against you, and you know that the only way I'm still here is because of the power of God, the only way that I have the life I have today is because the power of God. When I look back over my life, and I know I should have not been here, I know I should not have the things that I have, I know I should not be blessed with the things that I have and the people that I have, I can't help but to say, thank you, Lord, that despite my poor choices, despite the things I've done, the Lord still saw fit to bless me. And so I have to come back to tell the Lord thank you on this morning. I have to worship him. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I get into a place of worship and the tears just begin to fall. I haven't even lifted my open my mouth. I just think of the goodness of God. Oh, hallelujah. And all he's brought me through. I know one thing. I could have been dead, but I'm alive. And I'm not only just alive, but I'm living a blessed life. And I give God all the glory because I came back to say thank you four years later and I'm still saying thank you. I tell him thank you as if it was day one because God has been good to me. You be the one. Don't just think that God, you're entitled. Don't just think because you, you, you've been blessed from a lineage of money or a lineage where they're, they're full of education. But you be thankful.
favor. Everything, every door that he's open and the door she's closing. Thank God for everything that he has done. Don't come to him with a laundry list of things. Just spend time telling God, thank you. God, I might have been so caught up that I forgot to tell you thank you, that I didn't realize I was out of depression. I just want to say thank you. God, I didn't realize that even in the midst of all I was going through, that you still kept me. I just want to say thank you, God. I, I just want to thank you for keeping my mind. Hallelujah. I just want to say thank you that we're seeing days that we thought we probably would never be able to see. So just, just we just want to say thank you. You'll be the one to come back and give God glory and tell him thank you for keeping me. Thank you, Lord God. When others counted me out, you were there. When I didn't know what was going to happen next, you were there. When I was all alone, you were there. When I was at the bottom, you were there. But God, I thank you. And even though I may not be where I want to be, I still say thank you. I just want to thank you that I'm not where I used to be. I may not be where I should be, but I'm not where I used to be. And so I say thank you, Lord. And I give him all the glory, praise, and honor. Let us pray. Father, it's in the name of Jesus that we thank you at this moment for all you have done. God, we just thank you for, oh, God, your power. Hallelujah. Your blood that's able to reach us right where we are. Hallelujah. God, if we were to really sit down and think, hallelujah, of all the things that you have done for us, God, our hands would lift, our heart would rejoice, our mouth would open with praise, and we would just say, thank you. God, I know we have suffered a lot, and we have lost a lot, and we've been through a lot, but God, you're still a good father. And God, we're still here today. So God, we say thank you, God, that the blood still run warm in our veins. We say thank you, God, that we still have a mind to praise and worship you. God, we just thank you on today for all the things that you have done. Thank you, Father, for allowing your son to die on the cross so that we can live. Hallelujah. We say thank you, God, for the times that you put, hallelujah, the blood over our lives. Even when we were a filthy mess, thank you, Father. Thank you for the doors that you shut that we wanted to open, but you knew what was on the other side of that door. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the relationship that you didn't allow to manifest. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the accidents that we survived. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for everything that you have done. Oh, God, thank you, God, for overcoming depression. Thank you, God, for fighting through oppression. Thank you, God, for everything that you have manifested and that you are doing not only in our lives but our children's lives. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for the goodness of who you are. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. Thank you for being Jehovah Rapha. Thank you for being Tiffany. Thank you for being El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. Thank you for being our Alpha and Omega. Thank you, Father, for everything that you are and all you are doing in our lives. Even in the midst of these uncertain times, we say thank you. Because, God, we still have a roof over our head. We still have food to eat. We still have clothes on our back. And you still have us in our mind. And although we may not have what we desire, but, God, I pray to you this morning that we would redirect our gratitude and not look for tangible things. But thank God for the heavenly things that you are putting into our lives. God, we give
give you glory, we give you praise, and we give you all the honor. For you alone are worthy to be praised. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. And the Redeemer of the Lord says amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. I bless God for you on this morning. I pray today that you find time, not only this day, but you make this a habit to find time just to tell God thank you, just to tell him thank you for what he's already he's already done. And, and, and not that he, he, he is not going to do what he said he's already going to do, but there is something special about gratitude. I don't know about you, but I have my 12-year-old son who don't miss a beat. When he tells when if I don't care if I pass him a napkin or if I buy him a, a case of water, he's grateful and he's always telling me thank you. So they think that he's my favorite. No, he's just the most grateful one. So I know that he appreciates everything I do. Do I have to do half the things I do? No, but is there something about here? Thank you, Mama. I thank you, Mama. When when I fix food, now I got to eat too, so it's like I'm just fixing it for him. But I'm fixing food as soon as I fix it. The first thing he says, thank you, Mama. Thank you for fixing food. Because guess what? There's somebody out there who has a who has a mother who ain't fixing food for them. So he's grateful. He don't even know the struggle, but he's already preparing the way to be grateful for everything that God has for him. God is, is, is commanding us in this season to be grateful for what we have. And not only that, gratitude is preparing you for what is to come. God is saying, okay, you're grateful for this little bit. Now let me give you much. He wants you to get into a spirit of gratitude and worship the Father. It's not about all these things you want from him, but it's all about thanking him for what he's already done, what he's already conquered on the cross. I pray you have been encouraged through the word of God on this morning. Know that this is your winning Wednesday. You shall win. You shall win. You got to move and you're going to win. And you have to know that without the shadow of a doubt that you are a winner. Be encouraged. Spread the love to others. Let others know how good God has been in your life. Remember, you be the one to tell God thank you. Have a blessed one. Bye-bye.